I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. She's a good girl Loves her mama Loves Jesus In America too She's a good girl Crazy about Elvis, loves horses, and her boyfriend too. And it's a long day, living in Reseda, there's a freeway, running through the yard, and I'm a bad boy, cause I don't even I'm a bad boy for breaking her heart
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my beloved better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. And with us tonight, we do have a very special guest as... Uh, Co-hosting our, with us. Yes, uh, he is with us. We, we have a trio tonight. We are the legs of a tripod. Uh, we have uh, <laughs> Isn't Jack... is every guy a tripod? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> we have Jack with us from... Uh, Jack's rants. Uh, Jack's rants. Yes, he, apparently he cannot hear us right now, which I'm not sure why. That's interesting. Hold on one second, there, sir. We will get you up. And uh, there is a reason why he can't hear us. I'm not really sure what that reason is, but I will fix figure that. it out. Oh, there it is. That's why he can't hear us. There we because go. Because I was muted. There we go. So, Jack, welcome to the show. As uh, we were talking, we are the legs of the tripod tonight. We have the three <laughs> legs of the tripod. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> so, uh, tonight. Kyle's free. Yes, that is the we're free We're so excited. On. As you can see. God, God bless you, Kyle. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, God bless that finally the American justice system did something that we all think was never should have happened to begin with. There should never have been a trial to begin with, which I've been saying since the beginning. And yet... You know, hold on, because, you know, we've said that about everything that's happened in the last 18 months, right? The election never should have been stolen. Um, The the vaccine should never have been rolled out. And yet, in going through all that, think about what we've learned. We've learned that the election system has been broken for a long time. We've learned that big pharma has been corrupt for a very long time. And now we've learned that... Apparently, these kind of debacles go on in the justice system all the time. It was just this trial that highlighted it for everybody because the entire country watched it in live stream. And for once, the judge wasn't on the side of the prosecution. The judge was actually pretty fair. Uh, I can agree and disagree at the same time. However, but first, we got to get to something else because we got to address all of this. There's a lot of stuff going on here right now. You have to understand we are trying to sell our house right now. And in, in our attempt to sell the house, we had to clean it. We had to clean it and we had Seriously. to move our <laughs> studio from where it used to be to now um, what I like to call the war footing. We are in the war footing. Until uh, we move into our new awesome studio in our new amazing house that we are putting an offer on hopefully on Monday. So hopefully we will have a real studio here shortly where when we do these things, it won't look so... Ghetto. Ghetto. Yeah, I believe that's yes. the best way to put it. Is this is this ghetto, Jack? Oh, Would you consider this? I, I'm ghetto? gonna I'm gonna raise one for you guys. <laughs> there we go. But also to Kyle, to you guys getting a new place, and Woo-hoo. to all the truth and freedom that's coming out, and it's these little wins. Cheers. That's here, all. It's important. <clears throat> but either way, so. Getting right into it tonight, we will start with the Kyle Rittenhouse trial because obviously today we found out what the verdict is. I've been trying to keep After in touch. After four days of deliberation. Correct. I Well, you got to remember, too, OJ was four months. No, OJ was nine hours. Or, yeah, it was it nine was hours. An eight no, month it was tri- an eight-month trial. No, I no, think it was, it was four, four month, hours. Four-month trial, and it was an eight, yeah, it was like a four-hour deliberation. Yeah, exactly. And they were out with the verdict. Yeah. But, Either way, oh, wow. Rittenhouse now is free. If you didn't hear today, he was acquitted on all charges. Um, <clears throat> he probably would have been acquitted on the sixth one because the gun obviously was not long enough to be breaking the law. But they wouldn't know that because they never bothered to measure it in court. Correct. In front of the jury. 
on top of that. So that's a big part. But either way, uh, whether this was malfeasance, misfeasance, however you want to look at it, this has been a show of stunning, a stunning debacle from the get-go. Because as we look at this now, Rittenhouse has uh, obviously been acquitted, but we we have seen all these other things come to light, such as the video. The video being the biggest one, yeah. Because the video was it started out as just a oh it was just a video. It was it was the video, and I texted it to them. <laughs> what happens when you text a picture to somebody else? Um, you lose you lose some of yeah. the it, it compresses some of, some of the quality. Well, no, he it, said it, it, compresses. it compresses. It compresses. It compresses video. It compresses pictures. So it wasn't a text. So he said that the cop. Or that the investigator airdropped him, airdropped the prosecutor's video, and it went through at the 11 megabytes. But then he, he emailed it. No, no. He, he said oh, he emailed megabytes. it to well, whatever. He emailed it to the defense, and that's when it was compressed. Well, either way. You either do way. it. You normally do it over a thumb drive. Professionally done. You put it on a CD. You air, You give it to over via a thumb drive. You stick it in the machine. Like they it did gives you, every other piece of evidence in the trial. It gives you the same quality that the prosecution was looking at. And as we found out, that was not the case that they got. And uh, just another misstep for these two blundering weirdos that were <laughs> the prosecution that were there. I mean, they they screwed up so bad. They screwed up from day one. We talked about it in our last podcast. They talked about how they violated one of the most basic tenets that you learn day one in law school is you never question... a a suspect on the stand about the reason he, you know, withheld his rights. He, yeah. he can, he can take his rights no matter what. He does not have to talk to the cops. You never question a suspect about that. And this prosecutor who supposedly some great, you know, he wanted his 15 got, minutes of fame because he looks like a lot of actors, but he's never actually been on screen before. Now I was going to say, I got two names for these guys. It's Little Binger and Hodor. <laughs> I think they were calling the fat one Lunchbox on Twitter. Well, we... Oh, Lunchbox. Hey, I like that one too. <laughs> so, as, as we said, that he was, a, he, he was acquitted of all counts at 12.10 this afternoon. Uh, we got, I got to watch it. I was uh, cheering. Um, I, was, I was almost in tears. When Kyle dropped, right? Oh, my God. Like... You know, they, they read the first not guilty and then the second and then the well, third. I mean, when they ran they, down the line and he was yeah. like trying to hold back the tears, you know, you see his face start to crumple and then his oh, yeah. whole body crumpled and he just dropped to the ground. And let me tell you that that poor boy. I mean, I mean, honestly, <clears throat> what was he looking at? He was looking at 30 years in prison. Yeah, absolutely. And he's only what, 19 years old. He's so 18. He 18. turned 18 because oh, he was he's 17 young. when it happened. Yeah. So he's 18 years old. So he's looking at what getting released at uh, 30 years. That's uh, 48 years old. When yeah. He, just when he about, finally about your age. Yeah. Yeah. When he finally gets released from prison, I mean, no shit. I, I can't even begin to. I no. can't even. Begin I was to pretty. Think about I was it. pretty happy for him when the verdict was read, but I w- I think I choked more when the first time he choked up and started remembering oh, the yeah. flashback. I didn't tell it. So, but I think I choked up more then. It's like, man, this guy really is a saint. He really is. He's got a good heart because I mean, whether it's PST, uh, PTSD, or not. It kind of also feels like I didn't want to kill anyone, you know, in a kind of sense. But I don't know. Whatever. 
Well, there, there was a lot there because uh, it was really funny because a lot of people were saying that those were crocodile tears. They were saying all well, sorts of shit. Like, and then the LeBron means the LeBron James oh memes. God. They started, and that was hysterical in and out of itself. I was rolling with just the LeBron James memes. I thought that was hysterical. Are these crocodile? I got some that too. What's that? I got some that that. So these same people that are making fun of them crying and shit like that. They're the same fucking people who whine and bitch about pronouns. Oh, don't call me that. You know. Yeah. Um, the pronouns are getting ridiculous. I don't know if you saw that Libs of TikTok video, which uh, if you guys don't follow Libs of TikTok, y- you should. Just for your daily dose of liberal tears. It's really beyond ridiculous. Um, oh. But this, uh, you, this, this woman is, I can't even call her a woman, this Zim. Uh, apparently that's the pronouns they go by now. Z, Zim, Zer, and she's it's Whoa. like she's speaking Zorg? in another language. Are we gonna call them Zorg? Seriously, Is this a fifth it's element? The most I mean, seriously, thing. It's it's Zorg, the most yeah. ridiculous thing. But that neither here nor there. Going back to the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, you know, did you see the picture of him leaning over the judge's shoulder? And there was a whole bunch of memes of this oh, one yeah. too, right? He's unrestrained leaning over the judge's shoulder, watching a video, and the bailiff is standing right there, and no one has any concern. The man was on trial for double homicide and attempted murder, but he's just, you know, chilling in the courtroom with the judge, just watching a video. Um, No one thought he was dangerous. No one thought he was a threat. I got to tell you, I've evaluated a lot of threats in my life, and he is not one person that I would have said for one second, that's a threat. I just, uh, there's something about him. He's got a very innocent face about him, and he wouldn't pose a threat to me. Well, our our child has a pretty innocent face, face too, and that doesn't really mean anything. But it's really weird (laughs) because... Is it the one that broke his arm? (laughs) Yeah, that that would be the devil. That That would be the devil. So, what a tough son of a bitch. He really is. <laughs> no offense. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. But <laughs> No, he really is. No, and, he is. That's, and he, he that's said, the bitch. He said he, he felt it was... Um, he, he felt it was just because the previous year he had broken his best friend's arm. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> so he was yeah. like, it's only fair that I'm in a cast now because I put my friend Tommy in a cast last year. He, he straight up did, so... Man, anyway. that's some loyalty right there, too. <laughs> that's so, what the world needs, you know, that love right there. It's like, hey, man. Hey, yeah, it's, all, it's yeah. all good. That's right. So moving right along, there's a lot of questions as to whether the prosecution acted in such a way to make cause this become a mistrial. Uh, one of the big ones is the, uh, the, the guy who was jump kicking Kyle while he was on the ground. If everybody remembers the video, there was a video where Kyle, yeah, exactly. That's what they dubbed him. You mean the only black guy in the entire situation in, in the British press, they dubbed him uh, jump kick man and he was on the ground and Kyle's on the ground. He's got his hands up and the guy's about to mud stop his skull into the ground. And, uh, Kyle fire fires off around, stops him, uh, by shooting. I mean, if he had gotten hit, Mm -hmm. he probably would have been knocked unconscious and they probably would have killed him right there. But uh, the the guy who did it, everybody said, well, we can't find him. We have no idea where he's at. This also came out yesterday and it was really interesting because um, nobody could find this guy and the police couldn't find him. The prosecution couldn't find him. Nobody knew who this guy was. Well, it's really funny because you know why they couldn't find him? Because he was in jail. 
<laughs> he was in jail. Maurice Freeman. Oh! He was a 39-year-old. He has admitted that he was the one who kicked Kyle Rittenhouse in the head on the night of August 25th, 2020. Rittenhouse, who was charged with first-degree murder, recklessly endangering the safety of Freeland, who was only known as Jump Kick Man. Um, we've identified him now. Magically, after... The jury has gone into into deliberation. They magically identify this guy. And now this guy is talking. He's in jail because he choke slammed his girlfriend into the ground, pinned her to the ground. And oh, by the way, he is also a career criminal. He has a rap sheet longer than my arms. You don't say. And you want to know why they did not bring him in front of the jury? Because all of this stuff would have become would have become evidence for the defense. The defense would have said, well, look at this guy. He had no, what's his defense? Uh, well, I was just out there protecting this young lady right here. No, he wasn't doing that. And that would have opened the door for the criminal past of all of the other quote-unquote victims. Correct. Even mm-hmm. though they were not victims, because the judge ruled day one that you will not refer to them as vic- victims, Correct. they were rioters. That's why I said quote-unquote. So, so what did... Rittenhouse really do that night. This is the thing that's boggling my mind, Jack. Maybe you can help me with this. I've talked to Elin about this already, and I've gotten nowhere. So maybe you can help me with this. So let me get this right. There was a white guy. He shot three other white guys. He killed two of them. All three of them were career criminals. One of them was a pedophile. Um, if I look, if I were to look at that, I'd say, man, that's a good night. Yeah, yeah, I gotta agree. I, I believe. <laughs> God or some angel was literally on his shoulders like, you know what, dude? I'm going to protect you tonight, but you got to get rid of that guy, that guy, because that's a pedophile. That's a wife strangler. And this guy over here, well, just give him a warning shot. But this guy, watch out for him, too. You might just want to blow his arm off, teach him a lesson. He's a thief. So my, my question becomes, where does the racism of this all come out? The only guy, Maurice Freeland who's in jail right now. He's the only black guy involved in the whole thing. There were oh, jump kick man. Yes. Jump kick man is the only black guy involved in the whole thing. So if Rittenhouse had killed him, okay, maybe, or if, even if he had shot him, I could maybe see just a little bit of racism. If you could prove the racism on Rittenhouse's behalf. However, um, they can't prove anything. He was there to help people. He was there to defend another friend's dad's store. I, I'm I'm confused. I'm still confused he, where the racism he is was, at. He was up there extinguishing fires. He was up there scrubbing graffiti off of walls earlier that day. He was yelling friendly, friendly at people who were throwing rocks at them. And he didn't never once pointed the gun at anyone until he had to. But I don't think any of it has to do with If you listen to the mainstream media narrative, they'll say that this white supremacist racist carried a gun across state lines, which is not true, um, to go to a BLM, a Black Lives Matter protest. And that's where the race comes in because he wanted to shoot black people. He just happened to shoot white people instead. Oh my God! Yeah, because oh, you, know, you know thing. why? You know why he the happened to shoot white people instead? The angel that told him to fire at these people probably also told him, "Just don't hit this guy because he happens to be black, and if you hit him, <laughs> yeah. oh and God, you know, over, hell's right? break this. Yeah, but the the reason that he he only happened to shoot <coughs> white people was because 
um, not a lot of black people go to Black Lives Matter protests. Well, this actually reminds me. I, of, yeah, I agree. This reminds me of a, a, a comedic special that George Carlin put on. And he was talking about uh, people like, uh, not Clarence, who is the uh, general that just passed away? Um, um, Colin Powell? Colin Powell. He's like, you know, except for Colin Powell, he was talking, I forgot how the whole joke went, but towards the end of it, he was just like, uh, Colin Powell um, happens to be, like, he was talking about how certain words are used in phrases. For instance, I have a friend, he happens to be black. Yeah. So where where okay. where's the fucking surprise, huh? His mom was black, yeah. His dad was black, oh yeah. They fucked, oh yeah. They got it on. So where's the surprise? He happens to be black. Yeah. I have a friend who. You don't say that when you say you have a friend who happens to be gay. You don't say that when you have a friend who <laughs> happens to be a lesbian. I mean, I do kind of say it, that about my cousin. I mean, he's a really it, cool guy. He, he happens to be gay. But at the end of it, he just said, well, he just, uh, <laughs> he appears to be black, but happens to be white. <laughs> and that's how it ended. You- it was like, okay, so these guys appear to be black, but they just happen to be white and Kyle Rittenhouse shot him. So it's a whole racist thing now. So screw it. All white people are damned for the rest of their lives. That's the way I'm looking at it. In- unless they happen to be black. Correct. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's just, it, this whole thing is it just, doesn't. this has gotten so confusing. <laughs> and then you look at, well, why did, why do, why do most Democrats believe that Kyle Rittenhouse shot black men? Because they are still brainwashed from listening to mainstream fucking media. Okay. I'll, I'll bite on that. But what about, <laughs> let's talk about the rest of it because there's quite a bit there. And I actually have a story here. It came out of the Washington Examiner. And this is really, this is really amazing. But if you read this story and it's, it will be in our Twitter feed too. Um, it goes into some really weird places. Like people wouldn't he means expect telegram to, or our telegram. Sorry. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, really weird places. Yes. Uh. But this this goes into some really weird places because it starts to talk about like budget stuff. And a lot of people are sitting there going, well, wait a minute. What does the budget and tax cuts have to do with anything? Think back to 2018 when Trump said, oh, I'm going to enact these tax cuts that are going to help the middle class. And everybody said, no, 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 no. Oh, those tax cuts are only helping the wealthy. And then give it one year. Well, that year we all saw our taxes drop. So now we're sitting here going, well, wait a minute. Um he wasn't lying and now we're looking at this and we're back here again and uh when republicans passed the tax cuts and the jobs act of 2017 coverage of the bill by uh cnn msnbc cnbc and at all was misleading that it often felt like they were slamming my my head against a wall i successfully uh I succeeded in wrongfully convincing millions of Americans that the bill was a tax hike for the middle class, which shows that they only they failed to do their jobs and Trump was at fault. It does not help individuals who are below $100,000, a reporter Ron Tassini said on MSNBC segment with me. But in fact, it probably doesn't help individuals who are below $100,000, given the analysis that we've seen thus far in the middle class, that is, for the tax cut. The Associated Press announced that the White House passage of the bill was 
twisting and saying that the House passes the first rewrite of the largest tax reform in three decades, providing that this sweeping tax cuts for business for only businessmen and the wealthy. This is what was reported back in 2017. Well, today we're being reported that Kyle Rittenhouse shot three black men. Yeah, I mean, so of the course they're going to believe it. Literally ran an article, um, what about Kyle being acquitted, saying that he shot three black men. So it, it's just an, it, this is just a building. I, I I love to call this just a building of bullshit because that's really what it is. They have started with small blocks. We're now up to the bigger blocks. The bit the problem when you put bigger blocks on small blocks is. The bigger blocks normally crush the small blocks. And so, the problem with bullshit yeah. is shit rolls downhill. Correct. And yeah. we're back at square one mm-hmm. again. And now, but the best part about this is I like to believe that America is realizing that the press is full of shit because we just saw 12 jurors who have been threatened from everybody by everybody and their mother, followed by MSNBC. They stood out and they said, you know what? We're going to make a decision. They made a decision that completely goes against everything in the narrative for BLM. They are completely destroying that narrative right now by making this decision. And the reason I don't think we've seen any rioting yet in Kenosha is that one very big problem that they have, which is you had 12 jurors, 12 complete strangers that know nothing about each other. They made a decision that, hey, look, this kid's not guilty. See, I think the reason we haven't seen any rioting in Kenosha yet mm. is because the governor actually called out the National Guard, as he should have That's done in August of 2020, because why was Kyle there in the first place? Very good point. I mean, if the cops, the cops were literally told to stand down. There were cops standing around as Kyle's running around trying to physically put out fires and save people's lives, and the cops were just there with their thumbs up their asses. Because they were told to stand down. If they had been doing their jobs, if the governor had called out the National Guard after the first night of rioting, Kyle never would have had to go guard that car source in the first place. That, that's a great point. Exactly. <clears throat> these Dems, these Dems that run these towns and cities and states and their agendas, I—it's not build back better. It's bullshit back better. That's what it is. I, I can't that that's true too and if you look at this even worse because it gets even worse for the democrats because not only were they wrong about this but they were wrong about how the jury was going to find um and now they're trying to spin it so that way it sounds like us conservatives i'm not going to say republicans because i'm not a fucking republican but us conservatives are the racists that somehow this is still a racially motivated hate crime. They have been selling this all day. I've watched MSNBC, CNN, um, CBS, NBC, every single one. Their leading story was how this terrorist was let go today in uh, from from a courthouse free of all charges. Terrorist? Yes, now they oh. call him a terrorist. Oh. Without conviction, oh. mind you. And I hope to God, you know, Vilan said it earlier tonight. She's like, I hope, you know, Rittenhouse comes out and sues Biden. I hope yes. Biden personally for defamation of character. I hope the shit out of him and MSM. Yep. I hope that's what I hope he does. I hope him and the other kid. Nicholas uh, Sandman. Nicholas Sandman. 
own CNN, mm-hmm. MSNBC, NBC, and CBS by the end of the year. That's what I would like to see because he should move. Amen. There were people that were, uh, I was watching the feed on YouTube because, of course, I wasn't in front of a TV because I was working. Um, I actually wear a sticker that says, hey, work harder. People on welfare depend on you. Um, so uh, I was actually wearing that sticker today when I was wearing that. And um, I was watching the video on my buddy's phone because for whatever reason, my phone wasn't picking it up. And there it was. He's free on all charges. And everybody else in the place that I was working at was scree- cheering, cheering. Yeah. Black, white, awesome. brown. It didn't matter what color your skin was. We didn't care. We all knew that this was a farce from the get-go. Everybody had their hands up cheering. I was watching everybody around. I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. And people everywhere were fucking cheering. This is, there is such a small amount of America that believes that Kyle Rittenhouse is a racist. He was a white supremacist, mm. that he shot only black people. It is a very small amount of America that actually believes well, that. Not over here in California. Over really? here in California, the only people cheering were the people that have American flags off their windows. Like I do on my suburban, and all we do is we roll down our window. We go, "Hey, brother, cheers, cheers! Thank you for representing our flag in America." And we were out there with our high beams on, honking the horn. It was awesome, but not many people. And I feel like everyone else thinks we're fucking crazy. They either don't know what's going on. And uh, a lot of people just aren't into voting or politics where, well, around where I live. There's a reason we call it California. Yes, I do too. I call it that too. <laughs> well, I've, I've called it several things. I call it the People's Republic of California. I've called it... The uh, Land of Fruits and Nuts. Land of Fruits and Nuts. Um, I could keep going. <laughs> I could be here all night long. But, I, I mean, there's a... it's ridiculous when you start boiling down the states but you you start hearing things from different states it's like i heard from a buddy of mine up in new york today and he told me that like in new york today um people like women were actually out in the street crying i i want to know why white women happiness or pissed off white women no they were pissed off white liberals here liberal (laughs) women were out in the street crying Ladies that were like, no, that Trump won. Yeah, correct. All the, same All the Karens. You're absolutely right. Wow. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, moving right along, we're going to jump into. Uh, this is my wheelhouse here. All right. Well, I'm going to steal these. All right. You do it because she stole oh, all my stories. I tonight. just did. Well, no, you know how I, I love the COVID stuff. Um, <laughs> the, the COVID, I mean, I hate it. And I have to say, I, I hate being right. Everyone knows I hate being right because when I'm right, it, Bring on the it literally means that, you know, hundreds of thousands of people are right. dying or, or going to die. So, in fact, in Scotland right now, they're doing an investigation into the large uptick of newborn baby deaths um, because there's been... Uh, the normal amount of stillbirths is like five or six in a year, and they had something like 38 in a month. I wonder why. Um, How about Ireland? Ireland, they have a, uh, what is it, a 69% infection rate right now in, in COVID? Yeah, and they're 93% and vaccinated. vaccinated. Yeah. And they're cold, it's colder than balls right now in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, this is not the time to go visit Ireland if you're thinking about going over there. I've got a lot of family over there. And they've all told me that like the uptick in COVID cases is ridiculous. Um, Japan is the one I want to... Off on. Japan is wide open. Japan ceased the vaccination. They took all the vaccines. And they, they gave dumped the entire them in the ocean. Popula- population ivermectin. Oh. And they have and no hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. 
They gave the entire population of Japan ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, and they have no COVID in Japan. And But everywhere else, oh, right? Oh, oh, oh. Um, Austria... So Austria announced lockdowns just for the unvaccinated a couple of days ago because of the rise in COVID cases. And now they're, they've announced that they're locking down everybody in Austria, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, because of the rise in COVID cases. So, that kind of sounds like 1933. All the, all the buff people. 34. Yeah, uh, about, about 34. 34 is when yeah. the Nazis took over Austria. So um, all, all the buff people came out and it's like, screw your freedom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes that, exactly. that is possible um and gibraltar you know gibraltar is the highest it's a hundred percent vaccinated the island of gibraltar a hundred percent vaccinated and like 40 percent have the boosters and yet they have the highest rate of covid in the entire world right now is, is that different from djibouti Yes, that is different from Djibouti. Okay, just wondering. <laughs> Djibouti is sitting over there. Yeah. Okay, it's it's on that very comfortable chair. It's Djibouti. Yes, okay. Um, but, you know, regardless of all that, of, of all of that awesome data that we're getting from all around the world, um, you know, Israel as well, of course, they're the petri dish for Pfizer, and they're going through huge COVID waves too. Um, our Isn't that weird that Israel is the petri dish for Pfizer? Pfizer is a German-owned company. Okay, so... Did anybody else not I'm, find the rod? I'm going to get to that in a second because I got some crazy shit on that one. However, uh, today the FDA authorized Moderna and Pfizer COVID vaccine boosters for all adults. Everyone over the age of 18 has to go get their booster now. And as we heard on CNN this evening... God forbid, I, I thought my brain was going to explode having to watch CNN for even five minutes. But they came out and said, <laughs> you are no longer considered fully vaccinated until you've had your booster. So oh. for all those people that called me a conspiracy theorist for saying that, um, you know, they what? were going to require boosters. Thank you. I told you so once again. Yes, yes we <gasps> got that win right there. We sure did. And it's not a good one. <laughs> Um, it's not, but it's it does not. feel good to say, I did fucking tell you so. Yes, exactly. Uh, so, um, and of course, there's been huge pushback on OSHA's mandate, right? Biden's mandate through OSHA um, to the point where now OSHA has pulled it back. But that doesn't necessarily matter. Well, OSHA, OSHA didn't pull it back. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals said no. Uh, you cannot mandate this. This is unconstitutional. They then pushed it to the Sixth Circuit, which is largely Republican controlled, which is really odd because why would you push something like that to the Sixth Circuit? It was court? actually a lottery. Unless, unless, well, yeah, a lottery of one. Yeah, okay. There was one piece of paper in there and they grabbed it. Oh, it's yeah. a Sixth Circuit. Okay. Um, unless you want to blame Republicans for it later on. Why? Because there is another strand that's coming out because now we're hearing about the super flu, mm -hmm. uh, the mixing, the intermingling, the humping of the flu and COVID together, which is called, no, it's called the flu, jackasses. You have no immunity. You are getting sick. It's going to happen. Get you some ivermectin, get you some hydroxychloroquine and take it. Don't get it. Yeah, no, don't, don't, don't get it. Um, and, and I got to say, you know, it was my birthday a couple days ago, like two days ago was my birthday. So happy birthday, ha happy birthday to me. 
And uh, yes, thank you. I'm another year older and I haven't killed you yet. So you should be very grateful. No, I have the kids trained right. She's yes. 23 okay. years old That's this right. year. I, I lose a year every oh. year. Um, but I went out because Mick had to work at the firehouse. So I went out for a ladies lunch with my mom and my aunt and my best friend. And um, my aunt was the only one at the table that was vaccinated. But it, it got to be a little depressing towards the end because... Well, first off, my mom got up to go into the bathroom and she put a mask on her face. And I was like, what are you doing? You just recovered from COVID. Okay. And she and I had the same conversation the next day when we went to Costco and she put a mask on her face again. But this first time I'm like, you just recovered from COVID. You cannot give it. You cannot get it. You cannot transmit it. Why are you putting a mask on your face? And she's like, well, I'm not really worried about COVID. I'm worried about this super flu that's going around. And I was like, well, mom, you know, the, the mask doesn't work for the flu. That's why we've never worn masks in any previous flu season, because the mask doesn't work for the flu. It's like throwing sand at a chain link fence. And uh, she's like, yeah, but, you know, everybody's getting sick. And then they started talking about all of their friends that have died or are dying or um, like one person, my my the lady that works on my aunt's yard, her 29-year-old son just dropped dead from a blood clot in his heart. Isn't that great? Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, three of their other friends have died from this quote-unquote flu. They're all vaccine injuries. They're all vaccine injuries, right? All uh, The death waves are here, and I hate being right. I hate being right, but um, unfortunately... I am. Well, the booster is just the kill shot. But, I mean, obviously, we've known that for some time now. We've been calling that for a hot minute. And you brought up the, the OSHA bit. But also, just so you're all aware, too, <clears throat> just so you know that I'm not just wrestling on my laurels. I'm not just sitting here spouting off a bunch of shit. Our company, the my fire company, came out this week and said that uh, we all have to have the vaccine by January 4th. Um, which I'm already vaccinated. Does it? I'm not fully vaccinated, apparently. According, well, you don't have the booster. According to Biden standards. Um, however, and I will not go get the, the booster because I know that I don't have any spike proteins in my bloodstream. But the bigger part of it is uh, I reached out to a bunch of the guys that I know that are not going to get the vaccine. They have not gotten the vaccine. I told them, I, guess, I said, I guess we're all quitting uh, or we're getting fired. And uh, they said, yeah, because I refuse to turn my card in. Uh, I know they have a copy of something of mine, but they don't have the copy of the card because I never saw them make a photocopy of the card. So it'll be really interesting here in a couple weeks when I tell them, well, you all have it. I mean, I got to be honest. I was planning on walking away anyway, but this just kind of solidifies it because honestly, I love doing it. It's one of the things I enjoy doing. It's a lot of fun, but Whatever. It will be what it will be. Well, before you get to that, I have one more thing on this COVID mandate thing. Me too. After you. Good. So, um, so a FOIA request went through because there have been some, you know, we had a whistleblower come out, what, uh, a week ago or so, uh, talking about how the initial testing phase of the vaccines was just the most shoddily done thing ever. Um, that they weren't following up with patients with adverse reactions. It was just absolutely horrible. Um, they were leaving patient charts laying around where anyone could see them. They uh, flat out falsified yeah. the data. Privacy. Yes. Whoa. 
but they flat out falsified the data so they were not reporting all of the injuries that actually were occurring. In fact, it was like they flip-flopped it. So when they said it was 90 95% effective or whatever it was, you know, that was safe and effective, it was actually the absolute reverse was true. So someone put mm -hmm. in a FOIA request asking for the actual data from all of the testing. And it went before court and Pfizer came up and told a federal judge that they needed until 2076 to release the data. They need 55 years to release the data. And why is that? Because Pfizer has a contract with the federal government, a secret contract with the federal government. And you know, the crazy thing is a few months back, um, there was a, a yep. little bit of hubaloo about Pfizer having contracts with all of these other nations, right? Um, Brazil came out and talked about it, and they were basically like Pfizer's owning these places now. Um, they're holding them hostage over liability, essentially. Well, but the the issue I have with that, even a secret contract is only good for 35 years. Uh, that's not 35 years away. 2076 is more than 50 years away. Well, um, a secret contract should not exist in the United States government in the first place. Well, that's true, too. I mean, so, there are private... True. There are, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Why do you say 35 years? Because 35 years for uh, a security clearance, that's your that's your normal time frame on a security clearance is 35 years. Anything after 35 okay. years, you can disclose... Uh, because what they figure is that it's no longer a detriment to uh, national security. Uh, for instance, I signed several yeah. NDAs that said I couldn't speak about anything I did for 35 years. Uh, some of it I've kept to myself because I know it is uh, national security involved. Uh, there, are, there is national security implications involved. Um, there's some of it that I haven't. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what I did say that technically would get me in a lot of fucking <laughs> trouble. But it's... <clears throat> the same shit. It's no different. That's why I said 35 no. years. But they want 55 years to disclose this information. So what about the transparency we were promised in regards to the testing of the vaccine? What are you talking about? We got transparency today. I, we heard CNN talking about transparency today. You need your booster shot. No, no. We heard that Joe Biden was seen by doctors today. And for just roughly <laughs> three hours, Kamala Harris... Wait, wait a minute. Time out. Kamala Harris was president for roughly three Acting hours today. Acting president. And yes. the, the, the number one thing she did was Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty in a trial, <laughs> which is really important in her world because it shows that she wanted something. Um, but no, uh, Joe Biden was seen by uh, Larry, Moe, and Curly. They, they were all three of the doctors that said he walked with a stiffer gait. And, but... But he's still <laughs> mentally competent. Anyway, um, he is not mentally competent. They said he was. But, Jack, you said you had something else on COVID. What do you got for us? I did. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they are saying to the unvaxxed people, you need to go get your COVID vaccine now because it is highly effective. It's going to keep you safe. And they're telling the people who already had one shot, you need to go get a booster because having one isn't good enough. <laughs> it's like, wake the fuck up, people. If this doesn't fucking tell you right here, they're going to want you to get more and more and more and more until you die unnaturally. Then what? 
naturally when you should have really died probably later on with, uh, I don't know, just of old health or something. I don't know. I'm just saying they're killing us once you get more and more. Well, not only that, but I mean, think about this. You got to get one. You got to get one and two to protect you from three. You've got to get four yeah, yeah. to protect you from eight. Five and six are there for nine and ten. 11, 12, 13, and 14 are all going to take care of 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, and 25. So by the time this is all said and done, when are we going to stop? My, somebody said something really poignant this week because everybody asked me. They looked at me and they said, well, why are you – you're vaccinated. Why are you going to quit? Um, I said because it's not – I'm not anti-vaccine. I've got all the vaccines I'm supposed to have since I was a kid. Uh, what I am is anti – choice anti-freedom of choice i said you mean yes, anti-mandate yes. you're for freedom no, no, of choice. no no anti-mandate yeah, yeah anti-mandate yeah. yes i'm anti-mandate i'm for freedom of choice <laughs> i'm you should be able to choose whether or not somebody sticks something in your arm and somebody said something to me he's just like and he was a former marine so i was just like um and this guy is uh, i i guess since he is a former marine he did used to chew on crayons so therefore he is just a little <laughs> bit retarded. Uh, but I was like, dude, I was I'm like, a little retarded. I was like, what did you fight for? Because when I went out and fought, we were fighting for everybody's freedom. That's what I went out and fought for. Uh, I was, I went out there to fight to ensure that your freedom as an American was never impeded upon to the point where your liberties were taken away from you. And he's just like, well, I don't understand why you just can't go get the vaccine. I said, I got the vaccine. Don't yell at me. I am merely sticking up for those who haven't gotten the vaccine. They, it's their choice. You're still fighting. And You're he's, still fighting because you've got the vaccine. He said, he said to me, he goes, well, they should just go get the vaccine. I said, okay, so riddle me this, Batman. When they come for your guns and they say, I said, okay, well, that being the case, just give me your guns. And he looked at me and goes, what are you talking about? I said, I want all your guns. He said, well, yeah. what, do you, what do you mean? I said, well, if you're willing to give up your right about a fucking stupid mandate and a vaccine, then you'll give up your right about your guns. You'll give me all of your guns. You'll give me all of your ammo. And, oh, hey, by the way, the next time that you try to kill anybody, um, which should be with a knife, because as we found out in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, that <clears throat> you have to attack with the lowest possible form of deadly force possible. So I guess we're just going to start out with fisticuffs, go to knives, like we're in West Side Story, tire Don't wrists. Don't forget the skateboards. Oh, tire wrists together. We're going to dance around and try and stab each other with our other arm that we can't really use. Oh, and by the way, somebody else is going to run up and bash your head with a skateboard, but whatever. I, it, it all... This is my point about liberty. Once you give up one piece, the next one, the one after that, the one after that, all just kind of falls away to the wayside. They will take everything they can get. If you give a mouse a crumb, he will ask for a glass of milk next. Well, bring it. I got my little tomahawk here. Is that I've got a knife, all right? <laughs> is, is that, is that what you can carry in California? I'm sorry, what was that? I said, is that what you can carry in California? Is that legal in California? Is that an automatic knife or I, is that a semi-automatic knife? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a fully automatic knife. You know, you that, pull that it looks one like time a little and it's just going to keep going off. That looks like a salt knife. An that's, assault that's, knife. No, an that's... AK. That looks like an AK. <laughs> oh, my, my friend gave me this. I just thought it was a pretty cool knife. And I told him, dude, that's a cool knife. His dad used to make knives. And he just said, you have it, man. Have it. 
I use it for shedding uh, fish. So yeah. See, pretty... I told you it's a pairing knife. It's yeah. a fillet. It's, it's a, a fillet knife. knife. There yeah. you go. Yeah, fillet knife. Yeah. Excellent. So let's talk about filleting because there's some more filleting going on in Congress right now oh, because they're... the House passed the 1.85 trillion budget bill. Yay! We have more money now. <laughs> that's that's not how that works. That's... And it costs zero dollars. Zero dollars. <laughs> Actually, it costs <laughs> 356 billion dollars more than what they. But. Said, Remember, but, it hey. only passed 220 to <clears throat> 213. That's what, a grand total of seven votes? That's exactly the difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. It, exactly right yes. now. And oh, by the way, right now we've got a great thing coming up about that, but I'll get to that later. Yeah. But the Build Back but the Build, build Back, back butter. butter. I can't even say it. It's <laughs> the so Build stupid. Back I Butter. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> the Build Back Butter. <laughs> Better budget bill on Friday, sending the bill to the Senate for months of uh, through months of delays. And there was a uh, was his name um, the right now the minority leader in the uh, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, Ken, Kevin uh, McCarthy from California. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's kind of a, a rhino. I got to be honest. They're, uh, they're all rhinos. Eight and a half yeah. hours or eight 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 hours and forty eight minutes just to Trump. Just to one up Nancy Pelosi when she did it not more than four years ago, he stood on the House floor last night and the night or the day before, and he gave a speech for eight hours and forty something minutes. It was impressive. I mean, I I liked it. Um, but what it accomplished, dude? How do you pee? That I had a question about that too. He was <laughs> he wearing, sitting down. Apparently, it, did he borrow Biden's diapers? He might have. I mean. So anyway, this doesn't look very good going to the Senate because obviously the CBO came out this week, too. And the CBO said that the Biden Build Back Better bungle is uh, 300. It puts us in debt. Three hundred sixty seven billion dollars more, even though Biden has come out. How many how many more times has Biden come out and said, well, it doesn't cost anything. It's like, yeah, zero dollars inflation. Woo! I, bu- I believe oh, actually it was it was zero dollars. Oh, that is oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. white That's racist right, right yeah. there. You can't That's do that. That's what Biden did. It doesn't matter. But the CBO score said that the uh, they have proof now that the Biden budget Good. has been lying about the signature agenda item and that the White House is repeatedly telling the wayward uh, centrists and Democrats that the estimate is more accurate. This In this case, I think we've made a very strong... Empath, uh, imperial case i think we've made uh, this a very accurate score uh the department said uh the department of treasury's assistant said ben ben harris said um but if it's if there's a question about credibility the biden administration is the one left holding the bag hmm. his own people now these are people he put in place they're now calling him out they're saying well biden came up with this plan this is his plan this isn't our plan. And oh, by the way, yes, it does raise taxes. It will raise your taxes. It will raise you if you're a middle class taxpayer. It will raise you if you're an upper class. Guess what, folks? If you do not think that we might not be taxed directly for this, however, and we're middle class, so I'm saying it for both of us. Uh, Jack, I'm sure, is middle class. So we're saying it for him too. Look, if you yep. do not believe for one second that your taxes are not going to go up or you're not going to feel this in your wallet. The next time you go to the grocery store, um, for instance, v just said the other day that she went to Costco because a Costco just opened here in Georgia, the first one in almost the whole state. 
And here we go. We've got the first Costco opening just near us. And the reason everybody went to Costco wasn't because everybody was Costco members, folks. We don't live on the West Coast and we don't live in the Northeast. I did. v did. Her mom did. Her mom happens to be a Costco member. That's why they went. However, the reason everybody was going to Costco here is because the fucking shelves were full. Yeah. Mm. At least so, for 24 I, hours. I got a story. Go for it. All right. Turkey. Thanksgiving's coming up, guys. Last year, it cost me $75 total to have everything I need to deep fry a turkey besides buying uh, the burner and, and the right pot for it. This year, I spent $135 on the same shit I bought last year to deep fry turkey. Peanut oil is expensive now. It wasn't cheap yeah. before. Shit ain't getting easier. It's not going to get any easier towards the end of this thing. I'm just telling you that this is what we're talking about. Like shelves being empty is just part of it. But that's where you're going to feel the pinch. That's where this budget shit hits you. It's not going to hit us in our taxes. It's going to hit us on the shelves. It's going to hit us at the gas pumps. I hate it because mm -hmm. I got all those really badass Biden stickers like, ooh, look what I did. And he's pointing at the gas pump, you know, the price at the gas pump. And no, no, like they're funny. And I put them on all these Stick gas. Through. I look at. I put them on all. It's the I did this sticker. I did this. Yeah, it's the, I did this. Oh. I did that. And <laughs> I I, it's Biden. Yes. He's going. I did this. And um, man, all the gas pumps I go to, they ripped them off. I'm so pissed off. Like you can see so the outline of them, but they're not there anymore. I'm like, are you serious? Like I had that on there. I thought it was hysterical. And I one of the prices over here where I live. Yeah. What, yes. What's the gas prices in California? Okay, I just put in sixty dollars of gas. I got thirteen gallons out of it. It's around four sixty. Wow, four sixty. I, I figured. And if, in let, if all you did was that, I figured the guy walked it. You walked in. You like, hey, I just want to get thirteen gallons of gas. The guy farted in his hand and waved it at you. No. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. He's like, no. He actually just. He's like, hey, look, take a deep look, put it in my face, and I'm like, oh, dude, I fell for that. The old Biden shitting in his pants gas trick. No, but anyways, uh, in Lancaster, California, we got prices reaching up to $6 a gallon. And in some place in North California, it's $8 a gallon. What the fuck? And just in case, I, you know, I did say before that we might not see it in our taxes. I was completely wrong because actually we're going to see a 30% increase in taxes in the middle class. So if you're amongst the middle class, we're looking at 30% more on our taxes. Right now, our tax rate is a little over 40, 41% right now for the middle class. So um, we're going up another 30%. We're looking at 70-something percent in total tax rate for the middle class. Not paying it. I, I got to say, Just this, not time, paying it. this time, I've got to agree with you. Some, I'm glad we're buying the new house now and that we filed taxes last year. That we can use it to get the new loan because after this, I'm not fucking paying it. So the two trillion I, spending plan, despite the deficit warning, the House settles for the debate, the vote on Biden's 1.75 spending plan, uh, the CBO scoring. The White House warns the CBO likely won't rule the 1.75 trillion dollar spending bill paid for, and that is the report that came out from obviously today from there. But it said that looking at the CBO reported, looking at it. It will raise taxes on the middle class by over 
I'm yeah. really waiting to see where that 30% is. And do you know that there's still things in there that said, uh, oh, the, the big push is what right now? Do you, are, is any is either one of you aware of what the big push is? Like, I've seen commercials for this now. Climate change? No, not just climate change, but what about climate change specifically? Well, they're actually saying that climate change is causing the rise in heart attacks. That's one of them. But the other oh. one is how we have to buy green cars. Like, the big push yeah, right now. Yeah, push for electric. Thank you. Are you seeing that in California too? I mean, um, yes. California has been that it's way everywhere. for two decades, but um, people do realize that it actually costs more oil to build an electric car battery than a car. Like it, it's more. Yeah, I was just it's more having worse that same emissions. conversation. Yeah, it's more worse emissions yeah. to build a electric car battery than a car would produce with a regular engine in 30 years well I, yeah. I i just thought that that was really interesting that if you've seen the push on tv they're pushing green cars like they're going out of style um if you remember <laughs> when trump was in office all we saw was new trucks coming out that were gas guzzlers and not really gas guzzlers actually ford came out with some really good products uh, a couple years that trump was in office but the, the really interesting quote I took away from this one was this this little gem here. Among those uh, in the tax increase, low and middle income households would pay an additional $100 uh, on average, and those making 200000 to 500000 would pay on average about $230 more, uh, said the bill. Um, that's wow. in your taxes. That's just in your taxes. It's not anywhere else. Uh, over time, though, the tax burden will change. According to the analysts, the 1.7 billion higher. What exactly the 1.75 trillion dollar proposal currently before the House of Representatives? Um, oh, I got to flip this up. The Tax Policy Center <laughs> said it will affect hits families. Oh wait, no. In 2023, the proposed expansions of the child tax credit payments would end, and the corporate minimum tax on the book of the same income, which is one of the largest proposed tax hikes in the bill. Uh, the tax center said that families will indirectly, by limiting companies, will return to shareholders, which includes workers of those investments and in retirement. So either way, that money, once all these bills, like, there's certain things that are going to run out in this time span that this bill is enacted. When those things run out, we're going to end up paying more in our taxes because when the child child tax care credit runs out we're going to end up paying more uh we're going to end up paying more when your uh, assisted living provisions run out there's assisted living provisions in this bill i i i'm amazed with all the things i read in this bill actually mccarthy i i gotta give him this you know he might be from california whatever i don't care uh, but the fact that he brought up the points that he brought up, some of the big points that he brought up about like assisted living tax credit. Uh, so if your mom and dad live with you, you can now claim them in your taxes. <laughs> Yet they're against the nuclear family. So I'm really confused how that one works. It's like, it's like reversal. Yes. It's like, it's like it, a reverse is dependency, it that, is right? Is it for that though? Or is it for like to pay for an assisted living home? Like the child tax credit. Um, Pays for like daycare and stuff. Da exactly. Uh, so is, is it, it adult daycare? Mm. That's a possibility. I'm not a lawyer and I'm not an accountant, so I couldn't tell you. You know, a lot of people are, and, and they're just, they're playing the, they're playing the shell game essentially, right? So you go into oh, yeah. assisted living and you, you get 
$500 a month towards your assisted living bill, and hopefully you die sooner rather than later so they don't have to pay that out for very long. And then, it, and then it, when you do die, they claim that you owe it all back because it was a tax credit, not a grant. So yep. now this is a death tax, oh, yeah. and we're going to take it back from you after exactly. you're dead. Exactly. Even those making between 175000 and 250000 get a tax cut of just over $400 for about 2% of their after-tax income. By contrast, the uh, higher SALT cap would boost the after-tax income by 1.2% for those making between 370000 to $870,000 a year. That's the 95 wow. and the 99 per percentile. Remember, they can't tax their donors. Their donors, they still got to make their money from their donors when it comes election time. So they got to be able to donate money to the campaigns and everything, so on and so forth. So they have all this money for campaigning. So this is all, again, just more malicious BS, folks. It it doesn't change. I know the story's the same every day. It's like we're listening to this. It's like in reruns. I, I, I swear to God, some nights it feels like I'm doing a rerun when I sit in front of this microphone. But I'm not. I swear to God, these are all new stories. Everything we download, everything we print is brand new. What you got, Jack? But, dude, it is so, it is so ridiculous how fast this shit is happening. It is so ridiculous that it just... It, it, it makes me think this shit really probably isn't real. And they're brainwashing so many people to think that it is real and play along with it without even knowing. Um, I don't know. I believe that it is so unreal, so ridiculous. I'm actually seeing a movie play out because we are, st we are starting to see reports of people resigning people, uh, 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 stepping down and, and uh, there's actors there's a casting call for this and there's body doubles and it's like I don't want to get too much on the QAnon thing or anything I will say oh, go ahead I will say I do I do kind of believe in, in a little bit of that kind of stuff um, there's no coincidence my birthday's on the 17th just like V-Lynn's we're the but. original Q tards, Jack. So don't worry. It's yeah, uh, we are. Your, yeah, your Q is welcome here. Um, but you know, it, interesting, funny. You should say that about the body doubles and the actors. So here's a question for you. So Biden had mm -hmm. a colonoscopy today, right? That's that's what led to uh, the President Harris. He rode. He rode the silver snake. Folks. Okay, and that was during <laughs> a routine physical, babe. How many routine physicals have you had in your life? Uh, tons. They ever stick a silver snake up your ass during one? Well, you're supposed to after you're 40, but uh, but not during a routine physical. It's something that yeah, you actually it's actually it's considered scheduled. a special. It's a procedure. procedure. Yep. It's scheduled in advance. And what do you have to do? Oh, you got leading up to a colonoscopy. You got to drink uh, about a gallon's worth of colon blow, as I like to call <laughs> right? it. Right? Okay, and for 24 hours before. Colon blow. And tell me when when you are ejecting the colon blow from your body from my rectal orifice it, exactly it, is it is it easy for you to you know get up in front of not crowds of people and speak and have events and stuff like that no hell no because you're constantly feeling you have the urge to go take a shit hmm what was biden doing yesterday <laughs> well it depends <laughs> he may have like been utilizing the depends that is a good possibility um <clears throat> you but, know you know when the pope looked at him on. and said hey 
Was that a fart? Well, some of it. <laughs> but here's here's the other question. So obviously the colonoscopy was scheduled in advance, right? Because yeah. you don't just uh, like you don't just go into Walter Reed for your routine yeah, physical. Yeah. I walk you in. Have, I'm here for a colonoscopy. And they're like, hey, let me stick this silver snake up your ass <laughs> with no preparation. No, because you have to drink this colon blow for 24 hours before. So this was obviously prepared in advance. Why wasn't it announced? Well, they don't announce normally the president's schedule on a day by day. They got body doubles up in front to talk about this shit. Yes. Why why didn't they I mean why didn't they say that, you know, the president's having a, a, a routine procedure, not a routine physical? Yeah. Yeah. Hold, hold on one they second. They would have just said like we've we, got, we know we've that got, there are stages. Hold on, we've got Siri talking. Yes, yeah, Siri is joining in the conversation. I, I don't understand what this one. What the fuck? I think I think I'm being trolled by the government. <laughs> all right, it's gone now. Hey, Siri, shut the fuck up. That's what I tell her all the time. She doesn't listen to me. But yes, there is a possibility for body doubles. We've talked about this. We've talked about this at great length. Actually, we actually did a whole bit on this about you know how I thought that. They're Biden Harris is a blank. They're blanks, and all we got to do are. to prove it is run up and smack them in the head with a two by four. Do blanks get colonoscopies? I, I don't think so, but maybe that's how they <laughs> download their programming maybe. or upload their programming. Hey, may, maybe they were developed by sailors, after all. I mean, it, who knows? Except that Biden's gate was very stiff today. And it, it was. It, it really looked like they were like, "Oh, his gate's gotten really stiffer in the last year." I'm like, "Well, they just stuck a metal wand up his ass." So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter just got real busy with Biden's butthole. I'm just saying. But either way, uh, sources uh, to Fox News say that there are rumors in the Hill about potentially having to confirm a new VP. How about that one? Uh, have I not been calling this one as well? Yeah, that's a win in your column, babe, because we've been talking about this for a hot minute. Harris has been on the outs with the Biden regime for some time. Actually, she she hasn't been on the outs with the Biden regime. She's been on the outs with the Jill Biden regime. Uh, Jill Biden's been looking to get rid of her because Jill Biden finds her as a threat. I'm not really sure how. Harris can't become any more dumber than... Harris gives a better blowjob than Jill. Oh, does her teeth pop out? I mean, maybe. No, I had a good joke about that on my podcast with the two Jackson Scotch. Uh, Jack did mention she didn't even run in any caucus. I'm like, what do you mean? She sucked so many caucus that she got her way up there. <laughs> that's, a, that's, not, <laughs> yes. that's not too far off, actually. But anyway, uh, now these stories are coming out that she's being pushed in front of the oncoming train of Republicans uh, directly. And that's the really crazy part because I, I don't think she's being pushed in front of it directly. I believe that she's always been the one that was set up to take the fall for this. And um, the only problem that I can see politically for Biden, if he gets rid of Harris, he'll be the first white president that's ever fired a black president. Vice president, at least. <laughs> so, is our is cancel culture going to get him? Yes. Woo! Just wondering, throwing that out there. No, it hasn't gotten him. I mean, it didn't get him when he it, he said that he didn't want his kids to grow up in a racial jungle. It didn't get him when he said that poor kids are just as smart as white kids. Well, it didn't get kids, him. Yeah. Didn't get him when he said if if. You don't vote for me, you ain't black. And most recently, it didn't get him when he said that, you know, the greatest Negro of all time was Satchel Paige. So um, I, I think 
Biden has a free pass when it so, comes to that. You know why? So you're ready? It's because you're he ready happens to, know? to be black. Exactly. Exactly. Do you want to know who his possible VP running mates now would be? Um, Pete so, so, so if he gets rid of Harris, so if he boots Harris, who are the ones that uh, could replace her? Booty judge. Well, no. Uh, they said Susan. I've heard, I've heard that Susan Rice was the number one on the list. Number Susan two. Rice. Number two on the list. Yes, she would be the one that lied about everything that took place in Benghazi. Yeah. She is a liar. Yep. She's a murderer. She got Americans killed in Benghazi. Uh, I don't think I need to go any further into that. But nope. Uh, Stacey Abrams <laughs> was number two on the list. No. So listen to this, though. This is where it gets interesting because uh, Rice, who's never held an elected office at any level, Stacey Abrams has never held a statewide office. She's never held a statewide office? She's never held an office, no. What? I I thought she was the governor of Georgia still. No, no, definitely not. She thinks, uh, oh. she thinks she is, but no, she's That's not entitled right. she's to that, not. remember? She's not entitled to be the governor of Georgia. That's right. It. So Stacey Abrams has never held a statewide white office, and Abrams is further left than Harris. And if the idea of replacing Harris is to elevate someone in the vice president who's more capable than she is of winning a national election, it's highly questionable whether Rice or Abrams would be an improvement. However, Abrams would motivate lefties and African Americans to turn out but there's no telling how suburban voters would react to her. And as we've seen oh, in Georgia, none of the suburban black no. people wanted Abrams in charge of anything yeah. because they thought she was going to fuck it up worse than anybody else. She's yeah. another Kamala. She's another Kamala. So, if anything... Uh, camel toe. Or, we do not say Kamala yeah, on yeah. the show. And let, I mean, you can call her Kamala. Oh, Kamala yes, come come works too. But yeah. yeah. Kamala. Kamala. But here's, a, here's another question. So... Yeah, the rumors going around that Biden's going to out camel toe and Jill especially wants that to happen. And I heard that the way they want that to happen or one possible uh, outcome for that is that they're going to nominate camel toe to the Supreme Court. Uh, that would be. Yeah. So yeah, because she would lose. Here's my well, question. No, no, though. think about this, though. She would have to go into a Senate confirmation committee. She would have to sit in front of them. And it mainly is Republicans right now. Okay. She would have to answer a bunch of questions about Afghanistan, about the, the COVID, about the vaccine. Oh, okay. I think it's on. the only thing that Marjorie Taylor Greene is still on. No, she got kicked off all our committees. But uh, and she's a congressman, not a senator. But regardless of that, think about this. How would they nominate camel toe to the Supreme Court? I was not aware that there was currently a vacancy. There isn't. Hmm. That's a great question. Uh-oh. Hmm. So uh -oh, they're talking somebody going to get Clinton canceled? There you Thank <laughs> you, Jack. I don't <laughs> No one is talking about this. They're talking about nominating camel toe to the Supreme Court, and everyone's like, oh, Okay. Yeah, but nobody's been killery. But yet. no one's been killery. So who's on is the hit somebody list? Somebody gonna get Alec Baldwin? <laughs> oh well, who we're gonna get into on that one the too. Hit list. So that's my question. That's my question. That's that. That is actually a very good question. And I, I, I uh, hold on. Golf clap. <laughs> I, I can't play my stream deck tonight. I apologize. I have like clips and everything, but <laughs> yeah. Either way, uh, AOC makes another hilarious ass of herself at the Keystone XL Pipeline, uh, Hujimawajar. Oh. Um, 
She's just uh, she's just a rolling mess. She's a hot mess. Wait, I gotta show this picture of her. I'm sorry, uh, but let me try and fix this camera. Oh, like, every time, every time, she looks more like a horse, right? In, in more, in more. Can can you see that? It gets more whited out. Oh, oh there it is. Right. Yep. I mean, for she real. Like she going. So if you're watching on Rumble right now, if you're not watching on Rumble right now, I apologize. Oh. I, it's she on, really it's, does. Uh, it's an I, article from Red State News. She so it's really, Telegram. she really looks uh, a lot like a horse in this one. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I mean, really it makes me want to pet, pet her mane. I mean, I want to walk up and go, "Oh, good horsey, good horsey." Hey. But uh, <laughs> I mean, with her mouth hey. open like that, you just you think that you know she's so, trying to imitate. In, in, Imitate Kamala. Possibly. Uh, the 19th century humorist Josh Billings observed <laughs> it ain't ignorance that causes so much trouble. It's folks knowing so much that it ain't so. Nearly 100 years later, President Ronald Reagan reci- rec- recycled the observation. The trouble with our liberal friends is they they're, that they're not ignorant. It's just that they know too much. It, they know so much that it isn't so. And uh, yeah, and Ronald Reagan was poking fun which i thought was funny case in point that uh the fossil fuels expert latest silly comments out of the keystone xl pipeline gleefully killed by joe biden in nanosecond and his occupation of the oval office um in an instagram video on sunday uh which we would have on here tonight but unfortunately we're still having issues with our war footing so to speak um and i can't get into instagram anyway i thought i had an instagram account and it keeps saying that it's going to send me a password, and it never does. Okay. Well, in an, Instagram, in an Instagram video on Sunday, nice. um, the erst whistle uh, bartender mistakenly asserted that the Keystone XL pipeline had line three projects were proposed to increase U.S. natural gas exports. Um, yeah? No? No. The two pipelines were proposed to tra- transport crude oil, not natural gas, from Canada to the United States. Um I, I would have crickets playing right now because that's how dumb she is. She doesn't even realize the type of petroleum going through the pipeline. She thinks she thought it was natural gas. She probably doesn't understand the difference. She actually probably doesn't. She could fart, try and turn around and smell it, but she couldn't move that fast. And by the way, um, just uh, talking about AOC real quick, as much as I hate talking about her, they, you know, they play her off as this poor bartender you know who was you know couldn't even make her rent and this that and the other you know she grew up in greenwich yeah oh no you know she owned that bar or her parents owned that bar that she she bartended yes she worked in a bar i did not know that yeah Yeah. well greenwich is not exactly a very cheap place to live greenwich is like the east side of manhattan like the upper east side of manhattan new york right yeah Yeah. well greenwich is in connecticut and it's basically oh. a suburb of Manhattan, just, you know, like 40 miles away. Greenwich is where the, the uber rich live. Like I went down to Greenwich. I worked on um, Ivana Trump's mother's house in Greenwich. I worked on a wing, oh. a wing of Ivana Trump's mother's house when I was a kid, when I was 17. I was doing uh, uh, roofing. We we're, were doing roofing. And uh, we were placing slate tiles on top of a roof. And it was only one oh. wing of the house. So there's like seven or eight wings. That's where I got the, hey, stop when it sounds expensive. Because normally you want to stop when that happens because it sounds really bad. Mm-hmm. But I was walking yeah. across the grass, the lawn, carrying slate from our 
van to the side of the house so I could carry it up a ladder. And my boss yelled down in his French-Canadian accent, and he said, watch out for the trampoline. And I was like walking along. I'm thinking, okay, I'm looking for a trampoline. It's going to be about waist high, you know. And then I'm walking, yeah. and I started bouncing on the ground. Oh, I was no. like, you have got to be. in ground? Yes, wow. it was an in-ground trampoline. I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me right now. But, hey, when you've right. got that much money, I guess you, you, you do what you're going to do. I'll say that is nowhere near middle class. No. Right no, definitely <laughs> no. not. And, oh, Her taxes will not be going up. You're not poor in that. Oh. In that aspect. That's no. why she owns a $100,000 Tesla and a $2 million apartment in fucking D.C. I mean, this woman can't get any oh. more full of shit if, if she was a horse. If she was a horse, even the horses aren't that full of shit. Yeah. So the, the whole poor, no. little, hey. you know, poor little girl, you know, American it, dream coming from nothing. Year, oh, fucking bullshit. The first year that she was there in Congress... She asked for a raise. She's like, I need a $25,000 raise. From $174,000 that Congress people make, now she makes, what, 190 something or maybe just over 200000 That wasn't in because, a year. That was in her first month in Congress. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, not said, even a year, but she yeah. She couldn't even afford to live in the apartment that she was living in. I was like, wow, you have no idea what it means to rough it. You have no idea what it yeah, means to exactly. live paycheck to paycheck. You have no idea to wonder, man, I don't know where I'm going to get enough money to feed my family next month. Because I, I want to say like Marjorie what? Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert or one of them actually slept in their office for the first like yeah. six weeks that they were there before they could find oh, a place man. to live. Yeah. Well, hold on. We've got to go into Lauren Boebert because I really wanted to play that video tonight. And of course we can't. But you all saw what Lauren Boebert did this week on I, the house. I did On the floor. No. Holy crap. She <laughs> fucking killed it. She, oh, well, since, I mean, she brought up all the points of all the hypocritical crap that goes on in Congress. And she brought up how they were trying to censure. They were trying to, I forget who they were trying to censure. So no, they, she the said meme, because the, the let's Nancy go Brandon. Pelosi. Yes. The let's go Brandon meme. There was the guy that was trying to be censured about the let's go Brandon meme that he left in yeah. Congress. And, uh, so they were like, they were, Nancy Pelosi was trying to censure this guy. And he was, she was like, well, since the Madam chairwoman brought up, you know, all these people that, uh, have done all these horrible things on the Republican side. I thought it only fair that we bring up everything that's happened on the left. And man, she went after uh, uh, Waters. Omar. Elon Omar and her husband, Max brother, yeah. uh, whatever he is, and the other guy, uh, Maxine Waters. Oh my, she just went down the list. AOC, she went after and, and, everybody. And uh, Eric Swalwell of California. Yeah, yeah. Banging fang for, fang. For, for banging Fang Fang. For banging, yeah. <laughs> bang bang with Fang Fang. Uh, she brought bang, all bang, of yeah. that up. It was hysterical. Fantastic. I was like, holy crap. She like, she earned some points, but I went, then I went and looked at her voting record and I was like, well, shit. That was uh, all lived for only a short moment. But either way, I digress. So I'm now going to get into something that you might have something to add on to, sir. Uh, Alec Baldwin intentionally fired the deadly shot to kill on the Rust film set that killed the uh, script supervisor. This new lawsuit claims. Uh, have you heard anything about this? So, let me just start by this guy, this actor, Alec Baldwin, he's been imitating President Trump this whole time. I'm on SNL, and this is how President Trump talks. Ooh. And he does that fucking face. This motherfucker 
Sorry, excuse my language, and I know the way you guys talk, so I know it's excused. Yeah, you're okay. <laughs> yeah, you're good. But this man right here fucking goes on and saying, you know what? I was on, I was just practicing, and I was going to aim my gun the way I'm going to do it when we start shooting, shooting film, that is. And I'm actually going to shoot a real gun, but I think it's a prop gun. Bam! Oh, it's not. You know what? I, I bet you you own guns, so you can't be that fucking stupid. You are so rich, I bet you own fucking guns, even though you probably push gun control. But Alec Baldwin doesn't check a gun that could be a loaded gun, has his finger on the trigger, pulls the trigger, pointing at someone at the camera, knowing there's someone behind him, and do you want me to get into the conspiracy part of this that everything's everyone thinks we're crazy? Well, no, well, on. so before that's, we get that's to that, starting to come more. That's, yeah, that's becoming true. It's yes. becoming conspiracy fact, not conspiracy theory. Because six to twelve well, months but, only lasted like three weeks. So hold on one second, because this went through a whole thing. This first of all, this is how this started. Travis Scott, uh, Kyler Jenner, and Alec Baldwin. No one knows an ounce of shame anymore. Alec and uh, Hilaria Baldwin. We're on the move outside New York City apartment after the second Russ lawsuit um, dawned. Daniel Baldwin says the uh, Alec is only being blamed for the deadly Russ shooting because of his political views. Russ crew member who nearly lost an arm after a spider bite faces a long recovery. These are all things that took place on the scene or on the on the wow. set. One of the things I thought was really interesting is I saw Alec going through his movements with the gun and the camera. Said uh, me, uh, Mammy Mitchell, a script supervisor who said who's who was said to have called nine one one when Baldwin shot and killed Helena Hutchins and injured the director Joel Souza on October twenty first. I was holding my script in my left hand and I take him out my iPhone and opened up my phone to check the continuity on it on his shirt and vest. She said. Then an explosion and a deafening loud gunshot. I was stunned. I heard someone moaning and I turned and I looked. My director was falling backwards, holding his upper body. And then I turned and looked towards Alec Baldwin and I saw Helena Hutchins going down uh, to the left of me. So it almost sounds like there was more than one shot. I'm just saying because she said, oh. she. if you listen to what she said, she said, then an explosion and a deafening loud gunshot. How do you differentiate oh, wow. between the two if you've never heard either one? Just throw so that like out there. So it's like the first fire deafens your ears. Yep. The second fire just sounds like a regular explosion because you're already deafened. Exactly. Or it's maybe a little bit more acute because you can now hear it. Uh, but it goes on. Uh, in the suit, uh, Mitchell claimed that Alec Baldwin intentionally shot without just cause or excuse, cocked the firing uh, and cocked and fired the loaded gun, even though the upcoming scene to be filmed did not call for him cocking or firing any handgun whatsoever. Matter of fact, he wasn't even supposed to have one on him. So when he yeah, said this he is what I gotta say right here is. Uh... How do you not check a gun, even if it's supposed to be a prop gun? Ask. How do you not check it, especially when, like I was saying, you, you're you not stupid. You know what a gun is. You're fucking rich. You, you, come on. There's no way that you don't own a real firearm and not know how to fucking use it. Well, ask ADA Binger how you 
you know. Yeah, we oh, watched well, him point a yeah. rifle directly at the freaking jury, jury, and he didn't even have. We all know he didn't even have sights on the gun. Off the trigger. Yeah, he had his finger on the trigger. He definitely didn't check it. He didn't pull the bolt back to make sure that it couldn't be fired. So hey, you know what else they didn't he's do? He's taking lessons from Alec Baldwin. They didn't measure it. I mean, well, there's that. Um, but yeah. So the conspiracy about Alec Baldwin. Um, because of course there's all that about, uh, Helena Hutchins, that she was the next film that she was going to be working on was going to expose child trafficking or pedophilia in Hollywood, something like that. Um, also, uh, I believe there's some little Hillary Clinton additions exactly, in there. Exactly. There's a connection to Hillary and to the Russians as well. And I think it's a possibility that, Instead of going, you know, to the Russians like Hillary normally does for her dirty work, maybe the Russians didn't want to kill Helena Hutchins because she's one of them. That, that makes they, me think that she was going to do a Sound of Freedom Part Two, something like that. Uh, there might have been a possibility there that she was ac- she actually had info dirt on Hillary, and uh, how better way to she do it? Hillary and Alec Baldwin are good friends how better way yeah. to do it than to make it if you put a star with a gun behind his hand 90 percent of the time he's going to get acquitted so why not do that uh, hey maybe maybe this was hillary's way of saying look i know you were on epstein island and i can prove it and oh by the way here you go uh now that you know it and i know it we both know it watch this and boom there we go we've got freaking hillary gets Alec Baldwin to take out Helena Hutchins. Now we don't have a video or a movie about Hillary Clinton, and we can't prove any of this Russia Gate, anything that took place, the PP hoax, nothing. And now all of a sudden that goes and dies in the back room where it's supposed to die yeah. because Hillary didn't want it to happen. I got two two things here, and they're both tweets. Go for it. One tweet is from Helena Hutchins saying that she's got so much dirt on the Clintons to lock them away. I'm going to say that because she was a lawyer who worked for a law firm representing the Clintons. The other tweet I got is, I've read that Alec Baldwin had once tweeted, I'd like to know what it feels like to kill someone, put, uh, uh, shooting them in the face, or something like that. But, the come on, guys. Tweets manifest. It's like your confessions. You're telling everyone what's really going on. But people don't believe it because they're so fucking brainwashed. And they're just things like, oh, that's ridiculous. Ha, 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 ha. Nice joke. Well, that no, that's actually what they're supposed to do because they're supposed to tell us what they're going to do ahead of time. So that way oh, yeah. we can't claim any, you know, we can't claim any malfeasance on the backside. Yeah, we can't they're say, absolved of guilt. Yes, they, exactly. They, they disperse oh, the guilt no, no, no. and share it because if we do nothing, we're complicit. So we're down to our last two stories, and this one is the really scary one. This is the one that really freaks me out, at least. I talked about it last night on the Red Pill Project with Josh. Um, this one actually has a whole bunch of problems that I see just like hugely being very bad for everybody. But an internal FBI email shows that the agency was using counterterrorism tools to monitor threats against school board members and teachers and, and a revelation that Republicans say conflicts with the congressional testimony that Attorney General Merrick Garland gave in front of the Senate um, Judiciary Committee. Uh, the email obtained from the White House uh, from 
from by the House of Republicans for, from the FBI whistleblower directed against, to agents working in counterterrorism to monitor the threats against school board members, teachers, and staff to determine the threat uh, violates criminal law in accordance with uh, Carl, uh, yeah, uh, Garland's October 4th memo. Uh, the email, which has been signed into testimony or uh, signed by Timothy Langan, the FBI's assistant director to counterterrorism and the counterterrorism division and the criminal division has contested the threat tag and the FBI officials use. So this tag is basically used against parents who have either projected a threat, talked about a threat, conceived a threat, perceived a threat, or have been perceived as a threat showed to up a, at a school board meeting. Exactly. So if you showed up yeah. at a school board meeting... You have to sign in. I need to take a piss break. All right. Give us uh, one second, and we're going to, real quick, we're going to jump to an ad. We'll be right back after these uh, really important messages. And recording. So, a couple years back, Mick bought me. The My Pillow mattress topper with the Giza Dream sheets and the pillows for Mother's Day. And then COVID hit and I got furloughed. So I took the kids up to North Carolina for two weeks, but Mick could only get a week off of work. So he came up and joined me the second week. And three days in, what a mistake this was. <laughs> I called him and I said, Whatever else you bring, you must bring the My Pillow mattress topper with the Giza Dream sheets and the pillows to North Carolina. And he said, you have got to be out of your mind. <laughs> I'm driving in a pickup truck. There is no way. That, mind you, we have a California King. It's probably the biggest bed I've ever slept in my whole entire life. It's Things great. huge. And this mattress topper takes up, would have taken up, it did take up the whole back seat. I mean, it's three inches thick. And seriously, you could put this thing on top of concrete blocks and get an awesome night's sleep, which is kind of what we did because my amazing husband took the mattress topper with the Giza Dream Sheets and the pillows and put it in the back of the pickup truck and drove it 10 hours to the Outer Banks so that I could get a good night's sleep instead of sleeping on what felt like concrete blocks. Yeah. Because he's an amazing husband. And we brought, I brought two of the pillows. So we had the My Pillows there. We had the My Pillow mattress toppers and we had, uh, we had the dream sheets and it was all worth it. And honestly, we haven't slept on anything else since. Nope. So it's horrible when we go on vacation and we can't bring it with us because I snore terribly. Horribly. And even, I mean, even though it doesn't stop me from snoring, it does help him get a better night's sleep when I'm snoring away next to him. Yeah. So uh, definitely recommend it. Go out. Use the promo code defiant. Get up to 66% off your order. Um, as you can see right there. Mike Lindell's on the screen. We've got our uh, My Pillow slippers on today. They're amazing, and they're amazing. I as wear well. them every day. We've got the My Pillow towels. And well worth it. The roll and go, the roll and go pillow, which is great. They have Bible verses on them as well. Not all of them, but if you'd like, they've also got a whole series of kids pillows with yep. Bible verses on them, which is pretty fantastic. Because, you know, the best way to teach kids about faith and God is to get Let's them sleep started on early. Yeah, exactly. Like osmosis. So they also have, uh, apparently they have coming out a pregnancy pillow, which uh, apparently we'll be getting as soon as uh, that happens as well. Yep. But um, so that that's 
you can you can go on there too if you're pregnant. Uh, my wife swears by the one that she had um, with our last child. Every pregnant woman needs a pregnancy pillow. It is life changing. So uh, go on there again. Use uh, promo code Defiant. Save up to sixty six percent off your order, and uh, get you some my pillow stuff. Uh, help out again. Two great patriots. Uh, you help us out. You help out uh, Mike Lindell, who's another great patriot, and. Uh, at the same time, you get yourself a really great product that's well worth your money. Good bang for the buck. And now he's got mystore.com as well, which is pretty fantastic. And he's got more products coming up every day. So uh, you can go to mystore.com and you can also use the promo code Defiant to save up to 66%. All kinds of stuff in here. Flags, t-shirts, spa products, um, dog stuff. And if you have a product made in America that you would like to see on mystore.com at the very bottom, you can submit your application for a product ready to market. And, and you're, you know, you're a patriot. Uh, this is another, you know, they're very selective about who they promote. You've got to be a patriot. You can't be a Hillary Clinton supporter and go on here and think you're going to get away with something because that's not going to happen. M Michael Lindell's not going to do that. He does his homework. So think about it. Um, if you're a patriot, you want to sell your products to patriots, to fellow patriots, this is where you go. This is where you do it. Uh, we did have a MyPillow bed for our dog. I'm telling you right now, again, my dog wouldn't sleep on anything else. He really wouldn't. We had to carry the bed from room to room. Even though we had a bed in every room, he would only sleep on his MyPillow bed. So, again. He was just as spoiled as I am. The, dogs are the dog beds are amazing. All of his products are amazing, folks. Just go out, you know, spend a, a couple extra bucks, especially with Christmas right around the corner. You got so much stuff coming up. Uh, Christmas, birthdays, whatever. Uh, and supply chains right now are no joke. You cannot be sure if you buy something from China that it's going to get here in time for Christmas. It's probably going to end up sitting off the coast somewhere on a ship. And maybe you'll get it in time for Valentine's Day. Best way to beat the supply chain shortage is to buy American. So without any further ado, go get some MyPillow stuff. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, and we're back. And uh, <clears throat> so, all pissing aside, as if that could be any funnier. <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing, babe. So either way, this uh, counterterrorism thing, uh, the crazy part about this, uh, the thing that really freaks me out about this, at least, is when you start getting into counterterrorism, you start talking about the use of the Patriot Act, uh, ways the Patriot Act was not meant for. Uh, for instance, the Patriot Act was against foreign entities coming into this country to try and F us up, where in this case, now it's more about the Patriot Act being used against Americans. I mean, that means they can listen to all of your phone calls. They can listen to everything you say. They can listen to everything you do. Um, this is this gets really weird. It, it gets actually really freaky, if you ask me. I, I, I personally don't like it at all. But that's me, and this is this whole thing is just ridiculous. And they said, if you remember, Merrick Garland, he was on on TV in front of the Senate, and he was saying over and over again how, hey, folks, don't worry about it. We would never use this against parents. That's absurd. That, this is that crazy. That could never happen. We would never target parents, and yet he was doing <laughs> it at the exact same time. So uh, he belongs in jail right next to Fauci for the same reason. What? Well, for one – for one common reason of course there's many other reasons that fauci belongs in jail but that's not the only scary thing um because actually uh nbc put out an opinion piece schools face parents who want to ban critical race theory and don't get how teaching works so they're still running the crt narrative here um 
Well, right. well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. CRT doesn't exist, hon. Well, according now, now it does. According to NBC, no. parents and politicians across the country are interfering with the curricula that public schools use to teach st- students. State legislatures are passing laws to keep critical race theory out of schools. Literary classics like Toni Morrison's The Bluest Eye are banned for sexual content, and school libraries are coming under attack for containing books about gender. Okay, those books about gender are flat-out porn, straight-up porn. Yeah. They, they talk about kids, you know, giving and receiving blowjobs and having sex, and, uh, and, and there's, they are graphic <laughs> visual porn. And trust me, I am very <laughs> familiar with literary porn, okay? Um, it's it's one of my favorite genres. Like like literary porn. Yes. Oh yeah. Such oh, a dude, thing. I've read Let some stuff you. that made me blush, and I was okay. like, "Wow!" When, when I they, thought uh, I thought literally that there was like when. <laughs> okay, so there was a time that I may or may not have been down in Tijuana. There may I may or may not have seen the Goat Show. All right, I may or may oh, not have sat there and the saw something. Show. Yeah, exactly. I may or the may donkeys not. Donkeys have nothing on Bertrand Small. Okay. So th- then, oh. then one day I'm sitting there and we're unpacking some stuff that she had brought to the marriage, <laughs> and I see this book and I open Ooh. this book and I started reading this book and I was just like, Oh, you have God. got to be kidding me! This is what floats your boat. I've never done this to you. And she's like, you have to take a blue well. shoe. <laughs> anyway, um, the, all right. So Fifty Shades of Grey is tame, incredibly tame compared to some of the literary porn that's out there. Um, in fact, we used to have a convention at my hotel when I worked there uh, that was paranormal romance writers. And, and these ladies, like, Apparently, werewolves oh. and vampires and shit can really get it on. But anyway, we're <laughs> off topic. Um, but wow. the the gender they haven't made it diamonds. Yes. So, uh, but this article, you know, it's it's so disturbing, and it says there are even parents who are trying to shield students from learning about mental health and suicide, as though helping children build emo- emotional fortitude is a bad thing. No, building emotional fortitude is a great thing. It does not need to encourage suicide, which literally is what it is. You know, when you teach children about sex when they're five, if you start talking to kids about how to kill themselves when they're six or seven, they're going to try and experiment early on. They're, most children would never even cross their minds that killing themselves is even an option. They only know about it because someone told them about it. It is not a natural thing for a child. It is a learned reaction. It is not a known, like a, it's not something we're, so, we're, we're taught. It, our, our, our known reactions are to procreate and to build life, not to take life away. It's not, that's something you have to learn how to do. So it, it, I agree with that. You're absolutely right there. So as we skip down in this and it gets more and more disturbing, Um, part of the problem is that parents think they have the right to control teaching and learning because their children are the ones being educated. 
but it actually, gasp, doesn't work that way. It's sort of like entering a surgical unit thinking you can interfere with an operation simply because the patient is your child. Wait a minute. Uh, that is absolutely true. I can most definitely talk to a surgeon. I can decide if my child is going to have surgery first off, uh, what that surgery is going to entail, what medications he's going to receive while under surgery, and... Uh, if I don't like something the surgeon is doing, no, I can absolutely go say something about it. Most didn't, definitely. Didn't That's you, my right as a parent. Didn't you do that as your right as a wife? I, I most certainly yeah, did. I was about to say. In fact, and this is a funny story, but um, so Mick, in one of his multiple surgeries, he actually had a disc replaced in his neck and they put in a three-dimensional stainless steel disc. He was only like the fifth person to ever have one of these in, right? And about six months later, he blew the disc right above that disc that had been replaced with this three-dimensional stainless steel disc. And so we're sitting down with the neurosurgeon, and he was like, well, you know, we only have the option really of fusing the disc above, and he's going to lose all the, ro- all the movement in his neck. Like, he's not going to be able to move his neck at all. We're going to have to fuse it. And he said, unless you want to wait three or four months, they're coming out with a triple-stacked disc and I was like, well, we can't wait three or four months, right? I said, why don't you take what? the why don't you take the the uh, metal disc and move it up one and fuse the one below it? And he said, you should have been a neurosurgeon, and that is exactly what they did because I could think it through, I could see another option, I presented it to the surgeon, and it was a good option, and he took it. I actively participated in my husband's surgery as far as directing what should and shouldn't happen to him the same way I would do in my children's education, right? If I don't like something my kids are being taught, you're damn skippy. I'm going to say something about it. And in fact, we didn't like something that was going on in the school. So not only did we say something about it, but we pulled our kid out of school and we're homeschooling him now. So absolutely. Um, But the funniest thing is about this. There was an exit poll by NBC, uh, in the online article. So like after you read the article, you know, you can take this poll and 62% of people thought that parents should have an active role in their children's education. So I don't think that quite worked out how NBC. Um, a hundred percent much. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just doing a poll here really quick. I'm pretty sure a hundred percent of the people here couldn't give a shit less what NBC says about absolutely, kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but so much of the country does. Kids, and I know the shit. Yeah, well, see, I, I mean, here you go. That's a perfect – Mama doesn't screw around when it comes to the, the little ones. I've noticed that. Like, when the pups are in danger, Mama attacks. So you, you, you're better off if you just kind of sit there in the corner and color. Uh, yeah, the original fuck around and find out came from, uh, Mama from Mama a mom. Bear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mom wasn't screwing around. Mama, Mama Grizzly. But moving right along, two Iranians were charged with interference in the t- U.S. 2020 election. Hmm, says the DOJ. Two Iranians. Yes, two Iranians. Not Russians. So Russian collusion's off the table. But I thought there was no foreign interference in our election. I, I thought there wasn't either. But it, it was the safest and most secure election ever yeah. in history. That's what liberals have been claiming, but they just arrested Shocking. two Iranians. Uh, the Department of Justice announced uh, charges Tuesday against two Iranian nationals who were accused of engaging in a campaign to intimidate voters and influence the 2020 election. Wait, wait. They they intimidated forward voters? Yeah. And influenced the election? Correct. 
Well, they sound the like para- they should have been in the part of the national news media. That's what I thought. The pair allegedly uh, posed as members of the Proud Boys to send emails to Democrat voters threatening them to vote for former President Donald Trump, according to the indictment. Around the same time, Hosin and Kassin sent Facebook messages and emails while posing as Proud Boys to the Trump administration officials, Republicans and Congress oh. members, uh, Trump campaign officials, and news organizations claiming that the election infrastructure and vulnerabilities were being exploited to change votes according to the Justice Department. So tell me something. If all of a sudden two Iranians start accusing or start saying that they were involved in changing votes or they were involved in some sort of election conspiracy, what does that do to the rest of the fraud? I mean, hmm. EO 13848, anyone? Yeah. I was just wondering, how does that work out? I mean... That's really odd. Well, you you know what else is really odd? Are you are you done with that one? Because I have one too. No. Well, when the incident was uh, reported in late October, listen to this. Mm-hmm. This is what's even weirder. When the incident was first reported in late October 2020, the then de- director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe, the FBI, Chris Ray, held a press conference announcing that the Iran and Russia were identified as having taken actions. Therefore, American elections at that time, Ratcliffe said that the move was designed to harm Trump's campaign. Pain. According, hold on, I'm sorry, but I have this set on flip instead of side to side. Yeah, you get a lot of pages there. According to the Department of Justice, the alleged conspirators engaged in an online voter intimidation campaign involving the dissemination of threatening messages that proposed uh, proposed to be from the Proud Boys and tens of thousands of registered voters. Those emails were dis- distributed to registered Democrats who were then threatened. You know, I, I'm not a I'm not a bright man. I never claimed to be. But tell me something. What had happened not more than, I don't know, three years before that? Wasn't that a server hacked? Hmm. Wasn't there a DNC server hacked? Yeah, supposedly by so the Russians. how the fuck did the Iranian, these two Iranian nitwits know that who Democrats were in the United States of America when they don't technically live here? They didn't live here until almost October of 2020. That's a great question. Hmm. Just wondering. Hmm. It's weird. <laughs> but Abe Lincoln, uh, the Secretary of State, says statement uh, Thursday that the Department of Justice's actions demonstrates that we are willing to share and stand proud and sponsor the attempting of to undermine our public confidence in the electoral process in the U.S. No, that's already been undermined, so you don't have to worry about it there, Abe. You're good to go. You can go back to bed, you freaking weirdo. Anyway, so, I know you got another one there over I, there. I can I see it. I do actually. Um, so, do you remember that that whistleblower, the uh, the county clerk, the one who refused to wipe the election data and made a copy of it? Well, she wiped it, but she made a copy of it first. Yep. So she spoke at uh, um, Mike Lindell's thing, right? Yeah, her his cyber sy- yep. symposium. Yeah. So the FBI raided oh. her house. So they did finally raid her house. Yep, they certainly. We did. said it was coming. <laughs> We certainly Wait, did. Is Wendy Rogers? Uh, no, this is the, the Mesa County, Colorado clerk. Um, and you remember, in basically in response to her whistleblower testimony, Colorado started passing laws saying that they couldn't dig into the election oh, yeah. fraud at all, right? Um, and I heard you guys think about Denver. Denver is quite red. Denver is... surprisingly, I used to live there, and they were really blue when I lived there. Yeah. No, no, it's changed it's red. quite a it bit. It was blue I was, when I was there too, and it's red now. Oh, that, I, I was, that. I, I was really that. impressed. I got to tell you, Jack, I was really impressed with Denver. We weren't wearing masks. I, I didn't even see people like 
we we were comparing it to Georgia, and we were saying, man, they are more free in Denver awesome. than we are in Georgia, and they're not wearing masks, they're not doing dick. I was like, wow, that is impressive. I I was impressed. I was very impressed by Denver, but I think most of them are too Denver. high to even Sorry care. Sorry, because you're Continue. Okay, so uh, so yeah, so they actually they raided her office when she was at Mike Lindell's symposium, and now they've raided her home as well. So they are. What happened to whistleblowers being protected? Isn't there some kind of act for that? There is. It's called the Federal Whistleblowers Act, and uh, you're not supposed to be raided like that. Yeah. Well. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I guess uh, she and James O'Keefe can be friends here because he got raided too. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you know? So much for the First Amendment. Right. Peace be upon you. So anyway, Jack, so it looks like you're feeling significantly better. I, I am. I am. Thank you so much. Did your uh, I d- did. did your at home hydroxychloroquine work? Uh you know what? I probably maybe it didn't. But at the same time, I'm noticing that our skies are being sprayed left and right. We're getting the lines in the sky keep on lining. That's what we're getting in the skies. You know, we saw a ton of that in Denver as well. Like, we, I've never seen so many chemtrails as I saw in Denver. It was crazy. And I was comparing it, you know, just around here. And there's there's nothing like that here. I mean, some days there are. Here and there, but not much. Maybe it's because we're so close to the ocean, it blows off real fast. Dude, it could be. I've counted, like, over, I, 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 I swear to God. I've counted like over a hundred lines in the sky, each one being different a different line in the last two days, three days maybe. But it's it's so crazy. And uh, yeah, no, I got I got rid of the flu. I'm gonna call it the flu. I don't call it fucking COVID or anything like that. It was just the flu. I did lose my smell, but I remember I lost my smell a long time ago too when I had the flu previously. A long time ago. Body aches, fever, same thing. But this time, I only had fever for one day. And the last couple days, like day 10, day 11 of being sick, I just felt really tired. That's about it. But no fever. And I was pretty good. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, everything was everything was good from there. I just, I just got better. So you went the cheap route and tried to make hydroxychloroquine out of grapefruit peels instead of going to drstellamd.com yeah. and and buying hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and saving five percent with the uh, with the promo code defiant. Yeah, good idea. Yes, and I, and, and I will say that actually the grapefruit and lemon rinds or peels, whatever you call them, it it actually kind of did help the phlegm uh, be out more. So, like, I my cough wasn't as harsh, I would say. But it's funny. It's been, like, over a week that I've been sick, over two weeks that I've been sick, maybe, like, about two weeks. And I still have a cough. But I think it's because of the those fucking lines in the sky. And, and you know, they're, they're saying that climate change is causing all of these health problems, right, that the the overwhelming uh, overwhelmed hospital system which you know it's partly overwhelmed because they're so short-staffed because they fired all their smart people um yeah the vaccine mandates are doing just no good yeah people don't want to take the fucking vaccine because they know the truth it's coming out like i said earlier oh take the vaccine 
for the first time because it's highly effective. Oh, if you already had one vaccine, take the booster because the first one was not effective. And, Which is it, guys? And and not only that, you got to take one for three and four and five and six or for eight yeah. and ten. Yes, but yeah, you went through all that already. But yeah. he, here's my point. So they're blaming heart attacks and all this on climate change. And, and maybe they're right in a way because, and I'm not saying that climate change is real. Well, climate change is real, right? The climate changes cyclically. Climate change has always been real. It's just not real. something that man has made to create There's no man-made crisis that they're complaining about, except for chemtrails. So they're poisoning our air. They're poisoning our water with fluoride. They're poisoning our food with pesticides and infertility drugs and all kinds of good stuff like that. So, hey, maybe in that way, climate change really is causing everyone's health problems. Maybe they've finally poisoned us every possible way that they can. There's a possibility there. I mean, uh, the vaccine doesn't hurt. I was about to say, I mean, <laughs> when you got to drop the population of 500 million. Hey, yeah. So, Absolutely. Jack, where can people find you if they're looking for you? Where's your podcast at? Because I've got to go listen. And I'm uh, you got to send us your links, too, as well. Remember, at the end of this. So just make sure you send us your links so we can post it to this. But where, us, yeah. where is your podcast at so everybody can go find it? Yes, sir. Uh, thank you. My, my podcast is on Spotify, Righteous Mind. Uh, I believe it's also on other platforms that you hear other podcasts. Uh, podcasts like apple tunes and or itunes whatever, whatever you call that for the apple part uh google podcast pocket cast breaker um there's a couple other ones out there but i think spotify is the main one it's the easiest to find and i also co-host with a few friends of me and v lens with uh, uh suburban mama and a business party podcast which he has his own podcast, but his name's Scott. So it's, two, it's called Two Jacks and a Scotch, and we're on Rumble, just kind of like your podcast as well. So we're, we're also there as well. But uh, my podcast, Righteous Mind, you can find it audio only on Spotify and other platforms you hear it. And you could find whatever uh, news that I like to drop out there on Telegram. Follow Righteous Mind Podcast on Telegram. So, wait, is this the same Suburban Mama that... Uh, yes. Oh, okay. I know who she is. Yeah. She's, she's badass. You, I like you her You come lot. out on... Occasionally, I'll be on a Discord yeah, call with, yeah, with I, her and Jack, and, yeah. and you pop in once I've in gotten a while. I've gotten in there a couple That's times. That's why we call it uh, Two Jacks and a Scotch. It's yeah. I Jack get it. I get and it. And then Jackie and Scott. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Two Jacks and a Scotch. I like it. Yeah, we'll bring her on sometime, too, because she's pretty awesome as well. So, we, yes. we do love our Suburban Mama. Well, we do appreciate you being here tonight, Jack. And I got to tell you, uh, you got to come back. We've got to have you back. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll do maybe this next time. Thing. Maybe we got to do it like a four way, and we get uh, Suburban Mama in here too. Yeah, with, yeah, we'll with bring Jack in too. That'd be that awesome. would be awesome. Where we could just all I, actually, I I just prefer that we just kind of come in and bullshit about you know whatever you know whatever conspiracy theories running around that day. And there's a lot of them these days. This is what we do. This is what I do. I just. I'm an average guys. I work Monday through Friday, uh, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. I get off. I want to go home, drink a few beers, just relax. And I'm just a, I'm an average Joe, just like any on, any, anyone else here in this U.S. 
unless you're running for a seat in some kind of official league. But hey, you know what though? They put their pants on one leg at a and time, just like the rest of us. They don't jump in two legs. It doesn't work that way. And ninety percent of them are more like us than you would believe. I've, we we've interviewed them. We know, we know we've got we got a lot of them that come on here. We got a lot of them that come on this podcast. We enjoy having them on. Uh, I enjoy talking to him just as a normal person, just like, hey. I mean, Candace Taylor works a full-time job. She's got, you know, a, a family, little kids. Um, she's running for governor of Georgia. Uh, Mike Collins is running for, in Georgia as well, for uh, representative for District 10, and he's a trucker. Ed Durr won the Senate seat in New Jersey. Yep. He spent one hundred and fifty three dollars uh, oh, yeah. to file the, his campaign and beat the president, yeah. beat the president of the Senate, yes. New, New Jersey State Senate, which is exactly. really impressive. And and he's a trucker, you know. Oh, yeah. So you know what? Hey, I see a uh, lot us, more us normal people, taller people moving forward in the political realm because you know what? We don't want to yeah. be there for thirty years. We want to be and there. We're tired of them telling us, trying to tell us what to do when they have no grasp of what's really going on in the world. That's true too. So heck yeah. I, I that's all we really have tonight. Like, share, subscribe, of course, and always, um, you know, we've got uh, t coming up. We've got uh, Cultural Life 1972 coming up for Thanksgiving uh, as a big one. Yeah, uh, November 22nd. Uh, that's going to be an awesome show. You all want to tune in November 22nd because yep. we will do our Kennedy special. Uh, we it's kind of like the original conspiracy theory, if you will, at least in my world, because it's kind of like the one that got me into this, how I ended up going down this rabbit hole. And, uh, who is that? We've got, uh, okay, well, here's what we have coming up. So, um, tomorrow I'll be dropping our most recent interview with Dr. Sherwood. Yep. Um, and you guys can find his ebook at Sherwood.tv slash Patriot Party. He's also got all kinds of fun supplements, um, both vitamins and like workout supplements, all, all kinds of great stuff in there. So not only that, you want to listen for another reason. So just make sure you pay attention. Yeah. And listen. So, so there's some exciting news coming up in the interview with Dr. Sherwood that we're dropping tomorrow. Um, and it's, and it's an awesome interview as well, because we talk about kids. We debunk a lot of the stuff going on around about kids. Um, it's, uh, I think it's, it's actually a very, very important interview that we do with him. And he always, you know, weaves in, really pertinent medical information in a way that lay people can understand. So I, I love talking to Dr. Sherwood. So that'll be out tomorrow. Um, on Sunday, we have uh, Medic Matt, our friend Kung Fu Medic from the UK coming on uh, because he is facing the same kind of mandates that we are here, the no jab, no job bullshit. So we're going to be talking to him about what's really going on in the UK um, as far as the, the NIH and all their mandates and, and all that craziness. Um, then, yeah, then we've got uh, Corey Hughes, who is uh, like... A human encyclopedia when it comes to the JFK assassination. He can piece things together that I thought I was about the only person that could do it. Hey. And he's actually... The difference between him and I is he actually has the proof. And he has been doing this for almost two decades now. Uh, he has got tons of information. He's been writing a book. Uh, hopefully that book will come out soon because he is just one of the brightest guys I've ever heard talk about the JFK assassination and everything that took place. So we're going to do that as our JFK special on the 22nd. Uh, tune in because I'm telling you, oh, you man. do not want to miss what this guy has to say. This guy is ridiculously smart. He makes me sound dumb. And he is impressive as all hell to talk to about this stuff. He's got stuff. 
he actually showed us when we were in Denver, he showed us pieces of leather from the from the car in which JFK was shot. He actually has leather, bloodstained leather from the car in which JFK was shot. Yeah. Verified. And it's all, authentic, wow. all, yes. all authenticated. He's got the authentication tags and everything with it. He's got all the government <laughs> shit that proves that it's actually that car. I mean, the the color of the leather and everything. I was I I was oh co- when I met this guy, I was completely blown away, folks. This is no joke. This is one you want to tune in for because it's going to be uh, that one's going to be a fire podcast. I'm literally going to say it, it could hello be and goodbye. Like three or four hours, honestly, because so, he could talk for that. I mean, long. he is. We're yeah. I mean, we spent two hours talking to him, and we just barely scratched, scratched the, surface. the surface. So. Um, so that one's exciting. And then Carla from Culture of Life 1972 in time for Thanksgiving for their Black Friday sales going on. So uh, she might even be doing a giveaway on the show for our listeners. So uh, make sure to tune in for that one. That will be just before Thanksgiving that we'll drop that. So um, that's, uh, yeah, a lot, lot going on. And then other stuff coming up in the future, too. Yeah, so. we've, we've got stuff planned out. I, I've seen emails all the way through December now. So yeah. I, I know we've got stuff going on. So, folks, uh, again, uh, reach out, help these guys out. Go to uh, Mike Lindell. Go to Cultural Life 1972, Dr. Sherwood, Dr. Stella. Uh, Help out, you know, Jack, listen to his podcast, give him some likes, give him some shares, uh, pass him around. Uh, just like us, you know, like, share, subscribe, the whole bit. Uh, we're not here just yeah, for us. Pa- we're here Jack's for everybody. Pass around like a $3 hooker. He'll really appreciate it. He'll, he, I always hook you guys up on my podcast. Even though I have listeners, but. So, so just give him a listen. If you don't like it after five minutes, whatever, but at least give him a try. Everybody's got to give, you know, you got to give every, everybody's different. Everybody talks about different things. We, we hit different topics. Uh, we're mainly news, but we do do conspiracy. We have a lot of conspiracy thrown into it. So whether it's fact or fiction, it, that's up to you to decide. But It's called it, theories. It, it usually plays out in, theory. you know, between three weeks and 12 months, we find out if it's facts or fiction. And fortunately, we're right more often than we're wrong these days. Which really sucks. Yeah. It's really oh, yeah. scary. So. I've got a batting average of like $9.99 right yeah, now. And it crazy. really blows. So, so either way, uh, Jack, you've got anything else? Oh, he's got a shot. Excellent. No, just got a shot here. Cheers to everyone cheers. of the cheers coming up. All right. So I, I, I don't know. Uh, you got anything else? Because nope, not gonna take it. Yeah, I, I do. I'm pretty sure. I'm not gonna take it either. There you <laughs> there go. There you go, Jack. All right. So folks, have a good night and enjoy. Thanks for listening.